You're listening to the Scoop Podcast brought to you by SmartWire, connecting ag retailers, distributors, and manufacturers to drive business performance. And welcome to the Scoop Podcast. I am editor of the Scoop, Margie Echelkamp, joined today by Hunter Carpenter, a return guest. Hunter is the Senior Director of Public Policy at the Agricultural Retailers Association, and we are going to have a conversation about what ag retailers need to know as what's going on in D.C. and what to expect from D.C. So, Hunter, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me on, Margie. Always a pleasure. So this is a great time of year to kind of calibrate of what everybody's been up to in D.C. It's the August recess and what the priorities might be when they get back. So just if you could share, what do you think are going to be some of the first things that our legislators get done when they're back from the August recess? Uh, Well, stop me if you've heard this one before, Margie, but we have a government shutdown looming at the end of September. Should they not get the funding bills done? Uh, It seems like that's happening more and more often these days. And so uh, first and foremost, the top priorities are to keep the government open and to pass appropriations bills. And then the other uh, big thing that I know folks in agriculture are watching are is how the farm bill is progressing how it is getting slated uh, in the long list of things that Congress may or may not get done. So what can you share as far as the status of the Farm Bill? Well, the 2018 Farm Bill is set to expire at the end of September. Uh, A lot of what they can get done on that, um, you know, is kind of held up by the spending bills. And I think uh, the expiration is pretty imminent, um, and it looks like we are going to uh, see the end of September come and go without uh, the 2023 Farm Bill being passed. Uh, I think there's just probably not enough legislative days on the calendar to get something done in time, uh, although stranger things have happened. Uh, But it is important to look historically at other Farm Bills that didn't get done on time. I think 2018 uh, being done on time was kind of an anomaly. Um, There was kind of the perfect storm of Republicans holding the House and Senate and the White House at the time, and with a much more divided Congress and um, administration right now, I think it's going to be tough to get it across the finish line uh, by the end of September. And there are a lot of different ideas and thoughts about when a farm bill could get done, whether they do a you know an extension uh, and kick it into 2024, or if they try to get something done by the end of the calendar year. And I think that's yet to be seen. Okay, so Hunter, help me understand if the 2018 farm bill expires at the end of September, what are the options? Well, the good news is a lot of the permanent funding in the farm bill will keep um, programs like the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Benefits Program, uh, SNAP benefits uh, open, um, crop insurance payments are done on the calendar year basis, not on uh, the the farm bill expiration date. So people will still be getting uh, payments um, for commodities and other um, farm-related services. So 
Um, conservation programs will still be kept open. So a lot of the, the, the permanent funding in the bill will keep that expiration date um, as less of a, a, an issue for farmers, um, at least in the short term. Now, longer term and, and going into 2024, the clock and the calendar really starts to play a huge role in trying to to make sure that this gets done in a timely manner. But in the short term, I think everything is going to be okay. Uh, but the problem is, uh, you know, this farm bill has been more about spending uh, and less about actual policy. And it's going to put us behind the eight ball moving forward to get things done. Um, as, you know, government shutdown looms, that could play a whole nother role in the process. Specifically, is there anything you can share regarding crop insurance? And I know that's a big thing that ARA helps advocate for, that we have the farm safety net. What what can you share there? Because I've heard some rumblings. Yeah, I mean, we've been very supportive of preserving crop insurance program and other important farm safety nets. Um, you know, crop insurance allows producers to customize policies for their individual farm and financial needs. And the policies are based on market principles, um, which means higher risk areas and higher value crops pay higher premiums for insurance. Uh, crop insurance and its links to conservation further ensure that the program is a good investment for the taxpayers. Um, we believe that Congress should ask USDA to consider uh, changes to crop insurance, like extending preventive planning dates. And um, hopefully we haven't seen as many of those taken this year. I do know that we still are very concerned about droughts in different parts of the country. So it's an important part, uh, really a critical linchpin of a farm safety net uh, is this federal crop insurance program. And hopefully um, the discussions about passing the farm bill will be less about uh, changes to those programs. Um, it tends to be right now at least more about politics and less about policy as you have folks on both sides of the aisle uh, unwilling to push for um, the extension of another farm bill that spends upwards of you know, $750 billion over the next five years, um, which is a huge uh, jump from the 440 some odd billion we spent on the 2018 farm bill. Excellent. So we are talking to Hunter Carpenter. He's Senior Director of Public Policy at the Agricultural Retailers Association. We will be back to our conversation after this message from our sponsor. For today's Industry Spotlight, we are joined by John Brubaker. He is CEO and founder of SmartWire. John, we talk a lot about that connectivity through the supply chain. What kind of challenges are being experienced across manufacturers, distributors, and ag retailers today? Uh, Margie, we're finding that in many ways, these guys all have the same problem and that they're wanting to exchange valuable commercial information with each other in a secure way, things like prices, uh, market incentive, transaction information. And surprisingly, the industry standard today is Microsoft Excel and stuff goes wrong. Impact of that is huge for the people who are doing the day-to-day -day work in our important industry. And how is SmartWire bringing a solution? Thanks for asking. We are a modern software and solutions company. So 
We are focused on serving exactly those folks in the ag supply chain, manufacturers, distributors, and retailers. We have cloud-based tools that business people can log into from their desktop and phone that helps standardize some of that information, keep it safe, keep it protected, and allow businesses to share it out with their trading partners, people that they've been doing business with for 5, 10, 20, 30 years in a way that cuts time, increases efficiency, helps people make a little bit more money, understand how much stock is in the shed, all that good stuff. All right, John. So if folks want to learn more, how can they find out and connect with SmartWire? We love to talk to folks. So um, you can find us through the contact information on our website, www.smartwire.com, S-M-A-R-T-W-Y-R-E.com. You can get us on social media. Uh, I love to talk to customers and prospective customers directly. My last name is B-R-U-B-A-K-E-R. Look to hear from you. Love to talk to you about these issues. Lots of good stuff happening. And that is John Brubaker, CEO and founder of SmartWire. We're back on the podcast with ARA's Hunter Carpenter. Hunter, you had a great statement there. Things seem to be more about politics and less about policy. So as Congress convenes after this recess, tackles the funding bill, hopefully makes progress on the farm bill, what else should we expect from Congress this fall? Well, I think first and foremost, keeping the government open um, is the most important thing on the table right now. You know, they're back home in their districts right now. Many of them are already looking forward to 2024. It will be a very, uh, you know, important time in our country as we vote for, um, you know, members of Congress uh, and a new or possibly new president. Um, And I think there's going to be no shortage of political infighting uh, as we go through the primary season. Um, and it's going to be an interesting time, to say the least. Um, but uh, we really have been pushing for, um, you know, this farm bill um, discussion to be more about policy and less about politics. Um, we want to get folks on both sides of the aisle, uh, you know, in, more engaged and supportive of getting a, a farm bill done. Um, but later this year, you know, there are possibilities that um, that they break. Um, at the you know the end of the calendar year without the farm bill being done. And I think the the longer this goes on into the political season, the lower chance they have of getting something done um, in a timely manner because it's much harder to pass sweeping legislation in an election year uh, than in other years. Yeah, excellent. So Hunter, in addition to the farm bill, What else are your priorities for how you're spending your time and helping advocate for ag retailers in D.C. right now? So we have had a lot of work done on the regulatory front. Um, ARA signed on to a letter with a lot of other organizations uh, writing to EPA to express our concern with a a recently finalized rule by the EPA regarding plant incorporated protectants uh, derived from gene editing. So the rule is finalized, we believe, suppresses access to agricultural innovations and would reduce the need for inputs and adapt to a changing climate and respond to increased pest and disease challenges while maintaining safe, reliable, and affordable food systems. So 
Um, there have been other letters to both Congress uh, and um, other federal agencies that we've signed on to um, supporting the ag industry. We have made uh, a lot of outreach to members of Congress and their staff to try and get them to tour uh, ARA member facilities over the August recess and into the October uh, break. So hopefully a lot of lawmakers and their staff will take advantage of these invitations and come see an ag retail facility and um, and watch the work being done, how much work goes into uh, the stuff our members um, accomplish for their farmer customers. I think it's a, a great way. And what I continue to tell lawmakers on Capitol Hill is the, the best way to find out what an ag retailer is to come see what they do day in and day out and the services that they provide their customers, not only on the input side, but on the agronomy side and scouting and mapping. Um, you know, we've been working with the FAA on trying to uh, finalize their rules on on drone applications. Um, that has been a huge problem for uh, for us as they are very short staffed, as most federal agencies are uh, trying to get uh, approvals and certifications done for uh, for those pilots licenses. Um, so there's no shortage of regulatory work being done right now um, at ARA, um, but we are focused on uh, doing what we can uh, for our members and trying to accomplish, um, you know, the, the goals set out by the association and, and find solutions to problems that our members have. Excellent. Hunter, anything else that you want to share here as we round out into the last half of 23? Well, a few things. Um, look, if you're interested in having a member of Congress uh, visit your facility or, or congressional staff, please reach out to me, hunter at ARADC.org, and we'll try to get something set up. I think we've got upwards of 20 to 30 visits already set up in August, which um, has been a, a heavy lift, but um, it really is important to, to make sure that um, that they know that ARA's members are still working, uh, you know, year round and uh, to get out and meet folks uh, and put a constituent face on our industry is very important. Uh, I would also say that you can also reach us uh, at the DC help desk um, at aradc.org. If you have any problems that you need regulatory or legislative help with, we're happy to, to work those out for you. Um, and then the last and final thing that I'll point out is we've got our ARA conference and expo coming up in Orlando, Florida, November 28th through 30th. And those early bird rates expire October 13th. So we encourage everyone listening uh, to, uh, to go online, register for the 2023 ARA Conference and Expo, and we will see you in Florida. Excellent. Well, Hunter, thank you so much for joining us back on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Margie. And to all of our listeners, we appreciate having you listen in. If you want to follow us, check us out at www.thedailyscoop.com. We're on Twitter at Farmers Advisor. Until we are back on the podcast next time, I'm editor of The Scoop, Margie Eckelkamp, and I wish you all a very safe and productive season. SmartWire helps farm input supply organizations become more profitable in the areas of incentives, 
price and cost management. They provide software, data, and services that securely connect the industry with accurate, instantly available information. The SmartWire platform now catalogs data on more than 90,000 products, as well as 1 million plus trackable rebate and pricing combinations. SmartWire processes more than 10 million transactions annually with an uptime of 99.99%. You can learn more about SmartWire by visiting www.smartwire.com.